So the Reserve Bank is pushing ahead and um, working alongside Finance Minister Grant Robertson to look to implement DTIs, debt-to-income ratios, or DTIs as everyone seems to call them at the moment. Um, Hannah McQueen from Enable Me is here with the details on how it'll affect you. Kia ora. Good morning. Let's start at the very beginning, a very good place to start. What are DTIs? Uh, so that's your debt-to-income ratio. So let's say you earn 100000 but maybe you and your partner combined, the family income's 100000 your mortgage is 500000 that's a one-to-five ratio. Right. And, and how will this work if the Reserve Bank starts putting debt-to-income ratio restrictions on people borrowing? So the issue that we've got is that some people, I guess, with lower incomes have to borrow more than a comfortable level of borrowing to purchase their property. So their ratio might be one to six, as an example. We know that around maybe 14 or 15 percent of the country has a one to six ratio. Mm. Now, back in the day, kind of with my parents, the ratio was one to three. So your mortgage levels were only three times your income, sorry, three times your combined uh, annual income. Yeah. So it's, it's getting more expensive because debt levels are bigger and that means that your mortgage repayments account for more of your budget than what they once did. And, and, to, be and the, fa- to, well, to be fair, sorry to interrupt you, uh, um, back in the day, interest rates were much higher than they are now. And this is the concern, right? That, that if interest rates are to increase, then people who have high debt-to-income ratios around this kind of six level all of a sudden might not even be able to afford their repayments. That's right. That's exactly right. And I think that, again, back in the day, mortgage payments only accounted for 25%. Now they're accounting for maybe 40% of household income, and that's when interest rates are as low as what they are. So Mm. what happens when they go higher? That's the risk. And the Reserve Bank has said, look, their job isn't to control the house market. Their job is to make sure that the, the financial health of lenders is secure so that they haven't... Uh, I guess, lent more money to the people who they shouldn't of, because that means it's going to be a default, which will be a default for the bank, which then brings the financial system into, um, well, concern. I guess that's the bigger the bigger risk. Yeah, right. So, so the, uh, well, Grant Robinson has said that, look, he, he wants to bring these rules in, but he doesn't want to, uh, it to affect first home buyers, um, which is a little selective. And <laughs> Adrian Orr has said, look, you can't, it's pretty tricky to only apply this to one part of the lending market, but you, they could do what they've done with LVR rules, which is they've said, look, ideally we want everyone to have a 20% deposit before they purchase a property, mm. unless you don't have a 20% deposit, normally a first-home buyer, uh, and they've allowed the banks to uh, dedicate 20% of their lending to those who don't qualify for this 20% threshold. Mm. So that could be the way that they try and exempt first-home buyers. But I think this rule will impact uh, predominantly investors right. because they're the ones that stretch their borrowings out using their equity. They borrow more. Uh, and the rent is enough usually to cover those extra borrowings, but they will be caught with these rules. And and not every investor, it is going to be your mum and dad investor who is wanting to grow their wealth, but their income isn't as strong as what they might like. Their asset position's okay, though, mm. because they've had a property cycle. They're wanting to get their equity working for them harder. It's going to be much harder for them to access that. So, So is it clear at the moment if you can include 
potential rent in the income equation? Yes, you will be able to use uh, rent for that. It's just currently the bank discounts that rent. So they might mm. say, look, you can only use 75% of that. But that's the first rule that they've said they want to bring in. And then the other rule is that the rate that the banks assess the lending, they want to be able to influence that. So you, you said your point that we've got the lowest interest rates ever. Surely that means that the banks are lending a whole lot more money. Well, no, actually mm. they're not. They are testing all this lending at a 7% interest rate in most instances, which is why people are like, why can't I afford more lending when I, I can afford a 2% interest rate on this mortgage? Well, the bank are running that through at its, its arbitrary levels, but around 7%. So that's why it might feel that you're not approved to the level you think you can afford in the current rate environment because the bank are building in some buffers. And what uh, Adrian Ora said is that he wants to be able to influence that number. So mm. he might say, well, I want you to be testing at 8% as an example, Oof. rather than the arbitrary numbers that the bank are using. And they're really conservative. So back in the day, their testing numbers used to be maybe 2% higher than the current rate. Now it's maybe 4 or 5% higher than the current rate. So they're building a lot of buffers into the lending that they are offering. But one good news for investors is that uh, the Reserve Bank has been running some modelling around whether interest-only payments are impacting, I guess, the, the lending policies negatively, and they've concluded that they're not. Mm. So for a lot of investors, they rely on those borrowings being interest-only for a period of time, and it was a little bit nerve-wracking uh, when uh, <laughs> Minister Robertson was throwing everything around for investors as to what, I guess, some of the tools that could be applied. The Reserve Bank has said that's not going to be the thing that... Um, influences things the way that the government want, especially with the government's new tax policies, which encourage people, investors, to be paying down debt faster because they are no longer getting an interest deduction. All right. Thanks, Hannah. That is Hannah McQueen from Enable Me. You can um, get more information on their financial strategy and coaching at www.enable.me.